Joy of Joyful Sounds, and this, my friends, is episode five. And in this episode, you'll get to hear the voices of one of my circles of influence, a group of scholared women dedicated to first finding inner peace and unconditional love for self, and sharing these findings with their circles of influence. With today's temperature, was created to give attention and a voice to what's happening in our communities and, and out on the streets during this pandemic, also known as these times. We're shedding light on unspoken truths, unspoken and unseen truths. In this particular conversation, we'll talk about sex and sexuality, how it has a direct influence on the violence in our communities. How does it relate to the violence in our communities? How will you use this information and take it back to your communities and share it with your circle of influence? So open your hearts and your ears. Let's go. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of True Chat. Today's temperature and this day on this chat we have about five sisters that's about to throw down on a conversation about sex sexuality and how it's relating to the violence in our communities and on our streets in our neighborhoods and possibly in our households so on that note if you all will please go around and introduce yourself to these listeners on true chat I'll jump in. So, hey, everyone. I am Dominique. And what do I do? So, I'm an artist first. I'm a dancer, a performer, an educator. I am really big on community development. And one of my big focuses is the youth population. So, I'm here to dive into the conversation and see where it takes us. Um, my name is Tierra Lady Wilson. Um, I am an artist as well. I go by Art is T. Um, my real name is Tierra, so artist, <laughs> artist T. But I also take pride in being a new elder in the community. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom, and I just allowed my kids to go back to middle school. So in a new place, in a new season right now, and so now it's time to focus on art like all day long instead of being mom <laughs> and then art. <laughs> was it your 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 choice, your decision or was it theirs? You know, it was a hard because I didn't want them to go back. But you know, we can find ourselves being hypocritical in our own teaching of our children. We say we want them to have free will. We want them to be free thinkers. We want them to have their own minds, right? And then when your kid comes to you with the solid <laughs> reasoning for why they want to do something, because I say I'm not raising babies, I'm raising responsible adults, right? right. And so when they came to me 
and said, we want to experience this. And mom, you've raised us right. You've taught us how to question things. You've taught us how to think for ourselves. You haven't taught us what to think. You've taught us how to think. What makes you think that we're not going to do that when we go back to school? Um, and so it, it, this, this whole pandemic, as I like to call it, right. <laughs> has um, really affected them socially um, because the stuff that they normally would do outside of homeschooling, they're not able to do and have not been able to do for a while. So they really miss that social interaction and that craving of being around their friends. And um, reluctantly, I did. Um, but I think that they will thrive so much because of the homeschooling that they had. And I had to check myself to say, hmm, I don't want them to go, but I also want them to make choices <laughs> for themselves in life, right? Um, so I just have to be mama bear behind the scenes and I'm checking in with the teachers. I'm checking in with the principals and I'm letting them know I'm not, I'm not that one. I'm not that one parent. (laughs) (laughs) So we have this IEP in place. We have every, you know, everything is lined up for, especially my son, not to fall through the cracks and for them to label him something that he isn't. I strategically put him in a black and brown school on purpose. Uh, one that also fosters the arts. So, you know, I've done everything that I can to protect them while the way that I'm supposed to do at this age, at 13 and 12, while yeah. also helping them to make their own decisions. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay, thank you for sharing that. No problem. Miss Maleo. Hello, everyone. I am... Maleo Negesi, and I am a healing artist, and um, I've also been called an (laughs) intuitive uh, healer, and I work with a little bit of everyone, doing a little bit of everything to help shift the consciousness of brown people in particular, and... um, just support people in, in changing the way that they see themselves, the way they see their world, and to really acknowledge that we are living in a spiritual reality that is really regulating everything we do, and to connect them to spirituality and simplify it so it's just something that everybody can relate to and not something that's, you know, far-reaching and uh, grandiose and for other people yeah. oh okay hi my name is rashada dewan i'm a vocalist i'm an actress a dancer um and i would like to bring to this conversation just my authentic self so whatever it is that um comes to me as we're talking i just want to be here and share that and be free to do that <laughs> okay all right and before we actually start talking about that i, I want to try and get everybody here so that we can do an exercise, a presencing exercise, all right? So this conversation is gonna be about how sex and sexuality is directly related to the violence that is taking place in our communities. And what I mean by that is not just uh, on on the surface. I mean, the shit in sexuality 
that we don't acknowledge as sexuality, meaning creativity and how deep that goes. So the video that I sent you guys to review um, speaks a lot on that. And I wanna know, I wanna hear you, you all's input based on your background. So you're speaking from your platform. You're speaking from your, you know what I'm saying? Your square to arrive so that we can actually start to pick out um, some of the things that we like, oh shit, that's not working anymore. Oh, that's an unconscious belief that I have, which is keeping me from some goals that I actually want to reach. And this, I can take back to my community. I can take back to my students. I can take back to my family and share it the way I share it, however that is. Me choosing the group of women uh, that I'm choosing to bring together is because one, I'm sure all, all of y'all know that we are in the age of Aquarius and in that it is about the divine feminine and it is about bringing the energy together, right? And, um, and um, masterminding that shit so it's uh, illuminated. So it's just like on the high, highest, highest level. Right. So I feel like I've connected the and creator has brought have brought me to you all to bring out certain things that um, that I'm connected to. But you all have better insight. You all can speak on it a lot better through movement, okay. through actual sexual practices and healings, through uh, acting, realize about acting. And it ain't really just realize. And I think this is what drew me so much to uh movies and theater uh the way i do how i am with it when i when i watch um is that it takes you really have to know yourself in order to know another character in order to become something else or somebody else and in order to know yourself that's a lot of fucking work so people that come to this planet already equipped to do that shit it's a lot that uh when we in our human forms we end up taking for granted so that's another thing that I like about us, that we don't take this shit for granted and we keep it real while we do it. So that way it makes it easier for other people to hear the messages that we have. Spiritual circle, that is one of my favorite out of all of the circles that I've been a part of, this is one of my favorite. Say what our body sensation is, your a feeling state, and then the present thought. So that's three things, your body sensation, a feeling state, and your present thought. All of this is making you present. What it does is uh, it, it, it um, locates stress or happiness in the body. It gets to a point where you can do it immediately. This is something that I feel like actors and actresses to learn how to do that. And I, I think I've seen exercises as to where you all do that. Feeling state. Now, this right here, you're only going to be able to use about five different feeling states. And I'll break them down. And uh, if you need an explanation, I'll tell you why. But those feeling states are sad, anger, joy, sexual, slash creative, or fear. And the present thought is whatever is on your mind. If there's nothing, if you if nothing is, no thought comes to you, then say that. But it's whatever is present right then and there. And um, I'll start. So to give you an example, usually before we do this, we meditate. I'm not at a place or space where I really want to meditate right now because uh, just in case other people do come into the conversation, I'm not locking it, are the distractions when people come in and out of meditations. So, 
I won't start with the meditation. Um, I'll just move into it. So usually you, you sit yourself in a very comfortable place so that you can really be present. My body sensations, I feel a tingling sensation, tingling sensation in my, in my toes and in uh, the middle of my forehead. My present state is a cocktail of feelings, is joy, is fear, is anger, and sexual. And my present thought is, where the fuck are they? Pass. The first one is, uh, wait, say, what am I, not what am I thinking? What's the first one, Joy? Your, uh, your feeling state. Your uh, My feeling state. state. Body, I'm sorry, body sensation. Body sensation, yes. Um, my body sensation, I, when I focus on it, I feel tingling definitely in my feet. Um, and that's something I think that I, and in my hands. So if I'm in the right space at the right time and in the present, I feel that all the time is in my feet and my hands. Um, as far as what I'm feeling, I'm definitely feeling joy and um, probably sexual, uh, sexual, sensual um, gratitude, if you will. Um, that's the best way I can say that. And as far as, what's the third one? Present thought. Yeah, present thought. Uh, my present thought is um, what I came on, which I'm, I'm eager to talk about how that video relates or learn about how that video relates to where we are right now. Enjoy the video that you sent with us. I'm, I'm eager to learn more about what, what you all think about that and um, how I can contribute to this conversation. So I pass it. So my body sensation right now, I would say it's in my chest. Like I feel a beating in my chest for sure. And then I feel a tingling in my arms. I would say my present mm -hmm. thought right now and I would say like right now in this week, because a lot of has happened over the weekend that's kind of transitioned. How do I remain authentic and clear in my communication, but still be considerate, still be considerate of others' feelings and still be pure in my intention, um, but, but clear and direct and authentic to how I'm feeling. Um, and then my, my feeling state, joy, most definitely. I would say sexual, creative. I've been ready to move and create for a long time. I feel like it's, I've been like holding it in. Like I'm ready to get it out. And I would also say fear. I would say fear. My body sensation. Um, I'm always in pain. Like I'm always in pain. So I'm trying not to focus on the acuteness of my pain because I went out and I walked today, got some exercise. So my hip is hurting, um, but that's not what I want to focus on because, you know, we are not our pain, you know, um, but what the sensation that really resonates, you know, with me is just an overall vibration, just a real calm, soothing vibration just from my head down through my neck, my hands, down to my toes, just the pulsating. Um, so that's my 
sensation, um, my feelings. Um, how can we not have joy when we're on with Coach Joy Smith? <laughs> so joy is um, the, just, just to be in this moment, um, definitely having joy, definitely appreciating the feminine sexual energy that is here right now from all of you beautiful queens that are here um, on this call. Um, latent feeling is the desire to create. And I think what's holding that back is fear. Um, my present thought, I think radiates with the fear that um, I have because I'm going to Nashville tomorrow for a doctor's appointment. Um, my health is Mm, right now, but I'm very optimistic. So I hate it when my health stops me from doing what I want to do. <laughs> so um, my present thought is get over the fear and just live. Get over the fear and operate in this, this divine moment that I've been given you know, to focus on me as much as I love being a mom and as much as I love putting all my energy into those babies, now it's time to put all the energy back in. Get up, get up, get up, get up. we've done thus far is introduced ourselves, uh, who we are, what we bring to the conversation. Um, also, we've done a presencing activity and the presencing activity is to say what your present, um, what your body sensation is, your current feeling state, and then you have five choices of words to use and then what is currently on your mind now, your pr a current thought that you have? Okay, greetings, everyone. My apologies. My name is Naila Spears. Um, I'm also known as Oshuni Tana Tsunami. I'm also known as uh, Ojelana Ogunsheye. Uh, I am a priestess of Orisha, a priestess of Oshun, Obatala, and a priestess of, of the Egungun, which is the ancestors. I bring you greetings. Um, actually, I'm currently in New York right now doing some, some work. Um, I work as an artist and as a priestess in the, in the tradition, um, working with other priests, but also working in the area of music and dance. Um, but I'm also here on some personal, a personal journey. Uh, as, a, as a priest, we all have a road that we have to uh, go down in, intentionally. So I am here uh, on an assignment. New York is my home, but I reside in Florida. Um, so currently I am, I just finished a three month um, meditation with a group of probably a total of um, probably 50 women, 50 plus women 
in different groups. And I can say the last group ended about two weeks ago. And all of the work that I have been led by spirit to orchestrate and guide, uh, I am now being put to the test at a much greater dimension. And so these last three weeks of my life have been um, a challenge that has been unseen. And with all the great readings that, that we get and that I do and that we have tools, um, I recently posted a picture and a post on Facebook that said, uh, you know, you can create your plans, but the divine has the orchestrated manifestation of it all. And so we have to be ready for anything and everything. So with that being said, I'm, uh, I'm feeling uh, outside of my skin. So I'm a little uncomfortable and for me. That's, um, I think that's part of my norm. It's actually been my life, but um, being, and I'm back home and saying that. Um, I'm in here in a different circumstances. So I'm, I'm feeling a little uneasy right now, but in my uneasiness, it's grounding me to have greater vision and insight. Uh, it's forcing me to do that. Uh, because of the circumstances that I am in right now. So uh, I'm having to push as if I'm giving birth to my children all over again. And I gave birth to three children with no anesthesia and no su support, just me and those babies. And so right now I'm pushing. Normalizing. Mm. How do y'all feel about that first off? I think that that's something that most of us off the rip can agree with view on this is I'm very passionate about human beings. And so I think, and also about human resources. I served as a human resources uh, director uh, for a couple of years. And I just love humans, human behavior, all of that organizational behavior that helps humans maybe work better, live better. And I think that what's happening with the whole like taking temperature part that a lot of companies may be missing the whole point is we have to treat each other like human beings. This isn't like a cultural thing. I mean, even though it can be a cultural thing, because I mean, man, I, I've gotten tested like that and didn't think twice. I never looked at it as like a gun at my head or a sensitive space. I just sort of let them do it and then walked in and went on about my day. But I am only myself. I'm not representative of like, you know, thousands of people that live in this nation, millions. So it's like, you have to consider that. Um, but I don't think that a lot of companies are moving based on what's best for human beings. I think they're based on what's best for a business. And um, what they miss is you only have the business because you have the humans. Um, and finding that balance is just, it's tricky for businesses, you know? Not, not to make an excuse for them, but it's something that I think people need to really be more aware of uh, as far as how you deal with human beings and their, our spirits as people. So you have to get intelligent. You have to learn. You have to read. You have to acknowledge that there's some things you don't know and you got to find out. You know, we have to be more vocal about what works for us as individuals. Right. 
if we keep showing up to places fearful, people can't learn, you know, and we assume that they should know, but the truth is they don't know, you know, so, and, and if they did know, they would act, or at least that's the thought. But the truth is, even if they knew, they don't know you. So it's like, speak for yourself and say, here's what I need in order to be okay. Here's what I will allow. Here's what I won't allow. The more we individually do our own work to find out ourselves, who we are, and be less afraid of that, I think the more this world can bend and shape to what it is that we need and want. Yeah, I would say similar experience with the whole taking the temperature. I never really thought about it like that until I watched that video. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, you know, am I paying attention? And I think because we're moving so quickly right now, we're not. I think businesses are doing things to keep themselves moving, but also us inside of the, we're also moving in that way too. So I appreciate those moments where I can take a second to sit down and educate myself or become more aware because I'm not always in that space or I'm not always afforded that space because I am moving, you know? Um, and for me, I also thought about the numbness to it, like mm. yes, not being aware, but also just being desensitized, period. Like even after knowing this, like, am I going to be assertive moving forward now that I have this knowledge, you know? But I think, um, yeah, the numbness is a real thing for me. I think about the videos and constantly seeing our black man shot at like over and over and over again. I feel like that's our strategy. And so we do have to pay attention to those things. So yeah, it was an eye opener for me watching that. It, it was an eye opener and it made me, yeah, it pulled me back a bit. And I was like, oh, wow, I, I did not think of it like that, you know? Um, but I think that's a, that's a, that's a part of it. You know, it's like we're just, we're so distracted that we don't pick up on those things. So, um, yeah. But I don't. Do you really think that they know too? Do you do you think that that's intentional? A lot of these, maybe not those who are actually doing it, but I feel like there are energies that are behind that that's pushing that forward. That they're aware mm -hmm. of that. But we're just you know we 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 we're vessels, <laughs> you know. So we're doing the things, and we may not be aware of what's coming, what's coming through mm -hmm. us, and it may not be intentional. A lot, I think oftentimes it's not intentional. We're just, we're just doing. And, and so, see, yeah. me, that's the thing. Like, I feel like this conversation that we have, the fact that you said what you said, Dominique, and mind you, I feel like all of us on here, on this, on this chat, we all on the same page with knowing that shit. Like, we know that there are energies or entities or whatever you want to call it that set things into play. Th these are deliberate creations. So you do have keys or like uh, pawns to move your, 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 your agenda or your, you know what I'm saying? Move the pieces but, forward. But so, knowing what we know, do we think that our power is greater than that? Do you? I absolutely do. That's why I don't pay it no mind. It don't bother me at all. Tell me, how does it not bother you? It don't bother me because I mean, I realize that I am the owner of this, of my whole world. So I can, I, but see, and my trauma is, you know, it, it doesn't relate to being, my temperature being taken in that way. So I just don't, it doesn't hit me. Now, maybe if a kid tells me that it, even you, you can say, man, that created a traumatic moment for me. I would speak out because of the kind of person I am only because I love you. And so, and you have experienced trauma and that would make me speak out otherwise. 
that don't, that don't, the forces that be energy that's trying to move us out of our power, there's, you can't compete with me. Like you can't take that from me. I am who I am, no matter if I'm in jail, no matter if I'm in the air, no matter if I'm at home, if I'm at work, like it, it there's no, no entity that can ever strip me from who I am as a powerful being here. You know what I'm saying? So those energies that be, that have nothing to do with me. Do you feel like there's um, affected by the effects or the emotions of your peers, brothers and sisters, or people in your circle that have experienced or experienced um, this? Because right now, for me, you like we can come to the table and what you just said we may all share that that knowing but we deal with the group of people and i see everybody like i said everybody here are in their own way healers gatekeepers again that is why i pulled you all to this conversation and you all have different backgrounds even though you are all of us are artists but we all have different artists back we practice differently so bringing that back to the table for me around this, I really want to bring it back to sex and sexuality. Um, and so much so with this color, this infrared, what is infrared? And I wanted to bring out an artist who deals with color and vibration. Is it, you know, with the sound, are you connecting colors and sound? And so in that, could you explain to us what infrared is and what infrared does. And the reason I'm saying all of that so I can bring it back to you, Rashada, in the whole, you may be that person, but the people you work with may not be. Or maybe you see something that can pull them into a place where... I'm, I mean, not in that way. I'm affected in a way that says, call me when you're ready to deal with it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I mean, this is me personally. I, I am one that's like, I'm, I want to go to the farthest of this work or world that I can go. And, and everyone has their own choice to make. Mm -hmm. So I can care because I love you. But at the same time, it's your choice. So some people, if you want to take it and process it in a way that says, oh, this really hurts me. That's a choice that you have made. That's not my choice. I don't choose to process it like that. It doesn't mean I don't care. But I'm not going to get in that box with you because I can't. That's, then, then now it takes away from my power. So it becomes, okay, all I can do and what I choose to do is present you with the choice, encourage you to make the best choice that works for you. If this is something you walk into a place and you don't like that infrared um, beam being shot at you to find out what your temperature is, you have the choice to say, actually, can you take my risk now that you know what you know, you know, and then let that be the way that you move. I will not shift that to be like, how dare you take this to this way? And I, you know, there are powers that are making you do that. And you all should do, because it is, I, then I would assume that they knew better. They don't. I just think they don't know better. So as the person, as the knower, I was always taught by my mentor, it's always your responsibility as the knower to, to do and say what you believe is right and best. As a lover of the human body, um, that was the first reason why I fell in love with art because I think that it is the most um, divine creation. Um, my undergrad degree is in physical therapy and my master's in biomechanics. So mm -hmm. when, when 
I saw the video for me, um, I really hadn't thought about it because I've kind of been stuck here in the house. I really haven't been gone. I don't go out unless it's to the hospital. And I do remember when they did it and I was like, hmm. <laughs> you know, but I went on about my, I went on about my business. Um, but when he talks about the penal gland and what that does, do, you know, it, it being related to your third eye. And for me, I was like, oh, I have to make sure that I forewarn my kids because even though we are spiritual beings, we are within this physical, mm -hmm. this thing, right? And as much as I take myself out of my body, I'm still affected by my body. So when I watched the video, I was like, ah, oh, another thing to be conscious of because at my child's school, they, they do do the risk. I don't know what they're doing to my child at at her school so i was like oh i have to be conscious of that so that my children can know because the penal gland is an unconscious you know um mechanism for us and our brain and our function and it's amazing how we as humans we don't tap into the power <laughs> that is within this thing called the brain at all and so i think that we do have to be wise in how we do protect it but getting back to sexual because I remember that that was what our discussion was about. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about the desensitizing of, you know, um, of, of that. So like having that gun pointed at you all the time and having those energy rays going to your unconscious mind and things of that nature, you become unsensitized. I can be vulnerable enough to say that I am a survivor of human trafficking and the way that you survive is to become desensitized. So I can relate to how something like that, I don't know what the powers that be and what they're, 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 they're wanting to do, but the desensitization is part of survival. So you can go through something so traumatic and then see somebody else go through it <laughs> and it not phase you because that is what you're used to day in and day out and so when i watched the video and i was you know trying to get my mind right for this conversation i was thinking about infrared red light special you know a lot of people are not paying attention that 39 children were just rescued in atlanta you know what i'm saying who were ages 3 to 13 who were getting ready to be human trafficked you know, and so um, this is something no, that the de desensitizing happens all the time, you know, and so we, 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 we ask ourselves, how does that happen? So I thought about the gun. I thought about red light specials. I thought about human trafficking. I thought about, you know, how people get stuck in that world for so long, and it's because if that's all you're used to, and that's what you've become conditioned to, then it becomes the norm, you know? And Wait, but the norm for who? I'm missing that. Those that are in that situation. I'm talking about specifically human trafficking. Got it. And the question becomes, why didn't you leave? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Because it becomes the norm that, you know, after you pass the tra traumatic phase of the process of human trafficking, 
then it becomes your life. It becomes your norm, you know? And so you become desensitized. So that's how I, 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 I took that spin of that video and um, saw how it could, it could really affect um, the desensitizing of whatever and how that does play in sexual trauma and sexual exploitation and things of that nature. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Wow, what a discussion, right? <laughs> well, the new world is encouraging desensitization because the powers that we continue to allow to be will need you to be numb, desensitized, and ignorant, full of unexplicable emotion to throw your inner clock off, your own personal guidance system completely off. So when you hear new concepts and ideas, especially those that have to do with your temple, that's your body, and your well-being, like your penile gland, again, become curious and learn something useful about it. Share it. This is also spreading love. Forgiveness. <laughs> I've listened to people use the word forgiveness as if they have overcome and know completely what forgiveness and unconditional love is. And I tell you, my friends, that is a phenomenon that you will continue to grow in as you live. Because in life, to know what you want is to know what you don't want. And the world we as a collective of humans have created, we tend to lean more towards the focus on what we don't want. Even those in great practice and understanding of how the universe works. It's simply how we decipher what's wrong and right for us. Therefore, as long as we live, we'll be forgiven. It is a part of the process, the process of living fully and until you have experienced the knowing of forgiveness as a continuing cycle, you will miss that step in others. So keep living. What do you stand for and how long have you been standing for it? Now there's a part two to this conversation that will be made and aired next Wednesday. So I urge you all to listen. Encourage your friends to come and start a listening circle. Again, I'd like to say thank you to all my sponsors and supporters. This has been another wonderful chat for today's temperature. Remember to tune in next week for part two of this delicious conversation. Where will we take you? So until next week, next Wednesday, I am your host, Joy of Joyful Sounds, signing off and out. Peace.